You can get them, but can you keep them? This is the Girl Stop Playing Show. I'm your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You already know that I'm bringing you the information and the conversations to help you make the money and get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. Before we get into this very special episode, please make sure that you like this video. Comment below before you leave and let us know something that you learned, something that you're taking away and subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss out on any more amazing conversations. And if you happen to be listening to the audio version of this podcast, please leave your girl a five-star review on Apple or wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Now, today's conversation is going to be one that is different, I think, from anything that we've talked about um, on this show, but it's a necessary conversation because it's a natural part of life. So today we're talking about loss. I, really, I almost said death, but I really don't want to say death because yeah. that to me is like only the negative side of loss. We're yeah. talking about um, all of loss, right? Sure. Everything that comes For along sure. with um, with loss and what happens to those that are still living after, you know, you lose someone. So today's guest, my girl, Zan, is in the building. Do you go by your full name, Zandalyn? Yeah, do you want to yeah. be Zandalyn? Yeah, we can do Zandalyn, but okay. all the social media stuff is Zan now. I mean, that's mostly what well, people then, call then, me. Then, then I'm Zan. Zan. Yeah, it's Zan out Zan here. Is, is Zan out here. Zan is yeah. in the building. Um, Zan has a podcast yes. called The Joys of Loss. The Joys of Loss, yeah. Right? And um, let's just start there. Okay. What? Explain the concept of there being joy in loss. Mm. It's a... Uh, Ooh, <laughs> that is something that came to me just after experiencing so many different types of losses. And so the joys of loss, um, it's like this. Whenever we go through our major life transitions, so I like to call them earthquakes because they rock us to our core, right? You know, you kind of think of it like whenever we lose things or things are taken from us or we have to let things go, um, our whole foundation is shifted, mm -hmm. right? And so when you go through those types of things, there is always a beautiful side to it. I don't care what it is. Like the um, the the rainbow after the storm, exactly. kind of thing. Exactly, that's exactly what it is. So but what, no matter what you lose, what would you say is your your um, earliest recollection of loss? Mm. Wow, that is such a great question. Um, oh my gosh, I could take that back to like being a kid and when you lose the game, right? Or are you lose a championship or something like that or some tournament. But when I think of the main loss that has probably been the most impactful for sure, I would definitely say um, losing my daughter. So with um, the stillbirth that I had with her at 37 weeks, that just catapulted everything that that changed. And that's what got me here. I asked you if you had tissues. Um, 
a stillbirth. Mm-hmm. Define that. Yeah. Okay. So, so a lot of people, you'll see more people going through miscarriages, right? And so miscarriages happen when you're like, um, you know, where your your baby is not a full baby yet, right? So you know that it could pass like a period. Um, it's just a different type of loss, okay? Nothing belittling miscarriages because those are intense. It is a loss and it catches people off guard, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, you know, your baby just hasn't formed fully enough in that loss so that you're able to pass it through your body in a different way. Okay. Um, And, but with stillbirths, it's like, I still had to deliver my child as if she were living. And so she unfortunately died in the womb. And so I still had to be like induced. I still had to go through all of that with her. And so it is totally different than a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. It's completely different. And so, and a lot of times people don't necessarily talk about stillbirths as much, you know, because they kind of get caught in the middle. So you got the miscarriage and then you get actual, like, say you birth your child, they're breathing, everything's fine, or they were really sick or you had them early, but they went to like NICU or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that. So, and then they die, right? Like I, I've, I've met people where like their child died like 13 days later mm-hmm. or two days later or whatever, you know what I mean? So those are just categorized as like just infant loss. But the stillbirth is like you... I mean, I'm I'm pretty bold, but I gave birth to a dead baby. <laughs> Let's just that's what that is. So still I imagine birth. that it sent you into like well, did you start doing a bunch of re- like what was your response to this experience? Because right now I'm just thinking of like a laundry list yeah. of like how did it happen? Like yeah. what caused yeah. it? Like yeah. did you did you what was that process? post or Uh what happened prior like what happened immediately before like did you know this was happening like what I don't want to spend too much time here because I even feel like myself like getting emotional thinking about your experience but as much as you can share I guess right so what's really cool, I really do dive into this on my first episode of my podcast okay, okay. on the joys of loss. So with okay, my daughter, so we're gonna have to go to we can just go listen to that. So okay, okay, okay. Joys of loss. You okay. got it. Cool, we'll put cool. your we'll put all the info right. um, down. So anyway, um, but before it's like, you know, you're going to regular appointments, and then we went to that appointment, just a regular appointment, 37 weeks, and there's no heartbeat. And that's it. So you didn't have any like not symptoms, but you didn't feel like anything was different. No. And so, but before then, though, there were times where um, I felt like her movement wasn't as it much. slowed down but or something. I found out that it's like the bigger you get, the sometimes less you, can you, feel. Less you can feel. So it's like, well, it's fine. <sighs> wow. So we go, you know, we find out about that. I get induced the next day, have her, and that's just what it is. Were you married at the time? Yes. Oh, no. We weren't married yet. We weren't married yet. Okay. How did that affect your relationship? Ciao. That's a lot. That's like a zoom in right there. Like, <laughs> um, man. So that's the thing, too, with grief, right? And loss, and especially with just all of it. 
I learned firsthand that everyone does not grieve the same. And it's like, you know that. We know that. We don't do things the same. We aren't the same people. We aren't. We, I mean, my husband and I, we are two totally different people. Girl, just opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. But the crazy part is, is that. Well, what's messed up, I'll tell you this, is that because I'm the one that carried her, you know, most people gave me attention and I was more vocal if if the attention was got, then it would go to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like people there didn't was no talk support to him. for him. Right. Skin, like how he was doing. Or, you know, anything, anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Or really just really try to be concerned about like you know, what's going on? Like, are you good? Yeah, yeah. Because men or my man is going to grieve in his own way. And he's a lot like a man of fewer words than I am. And so he's a lot more introspective. And so we were just talking about this, about the grief and how um, for him, I think for me, I wanted to talk about it. I wanted People to come to me and be like, you know, what do you want to do? Do you need to do something? You want to get something to eat? Yes, feed me. Mm -hmm. Yes, you should, you know? And for him, it's like he needed that time alone. Like he really needed to process. He needs to think about it and process his feelings. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how did you two, and, and I think that this is one of those things, again, it's not talked about enough. And because it's not talked about like publicly, when you For go sure. through it privately, yeah. it's like, I don't know what to do. Is this only me? What did I do wrong? Why me? All of these things. Yeah, yeah. And you're going through all of that as yourself, but then you have a partner. For sure. So it's like you are trying to be there for you, but then you also have, you know, that your partner has this expectation for you all to be there for one another, but you're just trying to figure this out. Like, what do I do next? Do you feel like your relationship took a toll at all, or do you feel like it brought you closer together? No, it definitely took a toll. Okay. It took a toll. It, it, it definitely, like, exposed us, you know, to each other. And more specifically, like, I was very out about what happened to me. So I wasn't closed about a stillbirth at all. Like, I posted about it. Wow. I mean, I texted my friends. Like, I am very open about stuff like that. Like, I sent a message to everybody. I had a crafted message and was like, this is what happened. This is what it is. At the memorial service, I was like, y'all be here for me. Be here for us. Bring us food. I done told them what to do. I love that for you. Me too. Is Thank this you. new? No, it's all. This is no. Um, when I got divorced, I sent out a message to my friends and was like, "Hey y'all, hey, um, your girl is gonna go through some things. I need y'all to be here for me." And what's very interesting is how what people aren't used to is when you have a vocal person and you're telling people what you need, and then when they still don't meet it though. Mm -hmm. So like people were still so with say for example with my divorce. I was the first one of my friends to get divorced. So that was crazy. Mm -hmm. But like people just kind of like glossed over it. Like Nobody wants fine. to talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. But let's say like with the stillbirth, then you lose a baby. And like people don't want to talk about that. People don't, people don't are confused and they're really uncomfortable with it. So my thing was like, I'm telling y'all to let's call talk about me it. and talk to me. Yeah. Or just spend time with me or do whatever. I mean, I sort of know what I need, but I don't know what I need. But I this need is all something. New, but I need something. Yeah. But like the 
sort of the it's standoffish. The it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because, because you don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to be insensitive. I know for me, if someone close to me loses someone, it's yeah. like you want to, you don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to add to the stress. You don't want to, mm-hmm. you just don't know what today's to say. So sometimes you don't say uh-huh. anything. And I, then it's like, yeah. well, she doesn't care about me, but yeah. I care about you so much. I don't want to say the wrong thing. So it's, it so can be I a had lot. To, I had to learn grace, mm-hmm. learn grace for other people. And learn that people are really uncomfortable with this. They are very uncomfortable yeah. with it. And so learning, so that is what during that time, and because my husband Alex and I, love you baby, Alex and I were grieving differently. And so that, after River, it was like, I have to dive into myself, which I'm so proud of mm-hmm. like it i'm telling y'all whatever loss you go through you lose a job you go to divorce someone dies whatever you lost a friend you broke up with a friend i think friends are just like relationships mm-hmm. just like whatever mm-hmm. you you end a friendship whatever go into you all what that, that what thing. does that look like so that looks like when you say this loss is Pointing out something that I need to focus on, something that I need to learn. Because it's just not, you're just walking around the world with mirrors. Mm. And all the people in our lives are those mirrors of you. And they just reflect back the shit you need to work on. And that's all it is. So, whatever conflict, whatever. So, for me with River, with my daughter, it was like, I can't go on living like this. That's what I told Alex. I was like, so I was pregnant. Now I'm not. We were supposed to have a kid. Now we don't. And I'm just supposed to just go on like I did before. Everything's just supposed to, I'm supposed to just be back the way things were. Well, I'm I'm not going to be able to do that. So what do I want to do then? Now I don't have a kid. So shit, what am I about to do? So started making like, where I want to travel? What do I want to do? Like, what actually makes me happy? How do I want to spend my time? Do I actually want to do this job? Like what? So just all of those things started happening. And I just like dove into who I was. And so that's how I got into like my birth chart and all the astrology and the numerology and all, man, just, just dove into it. Yes. And it just helped me see what I am made of and who I am. And man, it's like I was able to see how beautiful that loss was. Mm. Because if she would have been here, that wouldn't have happened. So as River issue. traumatic mm-hmm. as that loss was, you also lost your mother. Yes. At Where does that Ooh. fall in line? Before your daughter or after? This is after. So this is, so my daughter was 2019. Okay. All right. April, 2019. Then, you know, we go through that. We actually got married at the end of 2019. So Alex had proposed earlier that year. And so I was like, we had planned our date, our wedding, you know, to be in like July of 2020. And I was like, babe, um, 
I had gotten into the numerology stuff. And so I was in like a per, we were in a personal year three. <laughs> so I was like, three is supposed to mean celebration. So we need so, to do it this so year. So it's like, no, nah, we got to do this wedding this year. So December 29th, 2019, we, we had a surprise wedding. I love it. So we did that. And ended the year on a high note because it was like, we can't just let this year be a representation of what we lost. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so then we went into, you know, 2020 and then we got, you know, the pandemic or whatever. And, you know, going into that, working, diving more into myself, traveling different places. 2021 comes. I'm pregnant. Here we are. And it's like, this is great. Like, we are prepared. We are. This is awesome. And I'm six months pregnant. It's October 2021. And I lose my mom. I actually lost my grandmother in August, but she was 95. It's just, that's just the way it went. But two and a half months later, my mom was out of here. Was it, not that it was expected, but like, was she sick? Was it, no, or was so, it like a sudden loss? So it was sudden. <sighs> it was sudden. So it was one of those where uh, she went in for... Uh, she was having some chest pains. She went in for, like, to her cardiologist. Her cardiologist was like, um, hey, you got, like, some clogged arteries, like, some clogged, like, heart valves or whatever. Like, this is a problem. And so they thought she was on the verge of, like, having a heart attack. And so they put her in the hospital. Mm. And they're supposed to schedule, uh, like, a, a triple bypass, like, something nuts. She gets COVID in the hospital. And dies of COVID. We actually had to take my mom off life support. Two weeks, y'all. Just out of here. A, ven a ventilator before. thing, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 There was... Uh... That's a whole. That's a whole nother episode. Oh, that's a. The, that's a whole. That's, that's like a, a that's podcast a, season. That's going to be. That's going to be a. Like 10, 20 years from now. That's going to be like a special on TV mm -hmm. of like what they did to people. Because that is just. No, nah, it was nuts. Yeah, that's. I was crazy. Very, very unfortunate. Um, I have so many questions. Okay, I want to go back, though, to yeah. 20, before you got pregnant. For sure. What were you experiencing internally in terms of becoming a mother? I, yeah. And you're already a mother, though, because you've delivered a baby. So you're already you a mother at this point. You yeah. are. You yeah. are. You're already a mother yeah. at this point. Yeah. But did you have the desire to get pregnant again? Were you scared? Were you... Oh, man, all the things. All the things. So I was so... So River helped me realize that, like, my body can do this. Like, I can do so this. So you didn't feel like my body failed me. You felt like my body no, could do I this. No, I felt empowered. Wow, okay. No, because as soon as I had her, I was telling my doula. I was like, yo, like, I know I can do this now. Like, it's on and popping. Now it was like, no. So what's also different, and I, I had another friend that she lost her baby like 13 days after. she. So she, you know, it's whatever. But it was, it was tough, like, for her. But we were talking about, like, the different losses and how I realized that my type of healing is, like, I wanted to get pregnant again. But I'm so happy that, like, my husband wasn't on that same timeline. And I had to trust our timeline. And I'm so happy for that. Baby, shout out to you. Yes, shout out to the man having a vision. Shout out to you. Vision and the plan. Because you, 
you held that back. And like at first, it's it's hard to hear that because it's like you you feel like you're not getting what you need, but it's I had to that's why I also stepped out to me and focused on me. And it's I, I tell y'all, in your marriages, y'all, you have got to, got to, got to take every time there's conflict, anytime that there things aren't necessarily seeing eye to eye take it as an opportunity to to be like why is it really bothering me what is it that, that what is this is, trying to teach what me? is this what is showing, showing me, me? Mm-hmm. yes what is this showing me and when you constantly bring it back to you you give your partner the space to be themselves and that's what that time gave me so it's like i was able to just see alex in such a a more just a better way mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it has changed like me completely and so that timing before it was like I was preparing to be a better mom, to be the mom that I am now. And so feeling like a mom, yes. So I would say Arizona, my second daughter. So River, my first daughter, she she brought me to being a mother. But Arizona has given me motherhood. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she, cause now it's the like practice of being really a mother. Get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I see the difference. It's a, it's. And Arizona's how old? She's 15 months. Well, she's about to be 16 months. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. Do you want more? Yeah, I think, I think maybe I could. We'll see. You know, we'll see like, what happens. Cool if so, but you're yeah, not pressed. I'm, you're I'm not definitely, pressed. I'm definitely open to it. I really know now for sure. Like, one thing about mama she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself so if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this mother's day make sure you check out the mega moisture duo from osea malibu because body care is self-care since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the timing of your life? Like divine time is the time. Right. And it's all happening on time. On time. It's all happening on time. So I want to ask, though, the, um, not the lessons that you've learned and lost because you've, you've already communicated them. Who you became is what you, is what you got out of it. Right. But what advice or encouragement or. 
wisdom can you share for um, those of us who have not experienced such profound loss, mm-hmm. but it's literally only a matter of time. Definitely. It, we're, we're all going to lose somebody or something. You're going to, yeah, somebody's going to, well, you probably already have. You but know? a mother and a daughter, Zan, that's like. You're right. That is intense. That's it is intense. intense. It is loss. intense. You're right. And I don't want to. Don't downplay that. I'm not going to downplay that because I know that happening to me is for me to be this person for you all. Yes. And for me to be this person for the world. The so world is benefiting from what What I've learned. I do have to answer that question. So what I've learned from loss is like show up, Zan. Shine this light, Zan. The people need you, Zan. Man. And I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. Like it's time. And, like, shout out to River, shout out to my mom, shout out to grandmama. Like, y'all all, they hold me, they uplift me, and that's how we're here. But um, advice for people, you know, as you're going through your major life transitions, um, you have to acknowledge, accept, and address what you are going through, people. You mean we shouldn't sweep it under the rug and act like everything's okay? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's our natural go-to. Oh, my God. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's like, I'm fine. It's like, I. Right. And then sometimes we actually convince ourselves that we're fine. Oh, yeah. It's all lies. And that's when it gets real bad. And I think, I think the thing with me with the lost thing is more of people, we have been going through big things as humans for a very long time. And we still don't know what the hell we're doing. And that is a trip for me. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to talk about. Because I don't understand why we can't deal with things as much as we could beforehand. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why we can't talk about things beforehand. So if I... For example, like, I've already talked to my husband. We've already talked about this. Like... If anything happens to us, how we want things to go? Who's going to have our daughter? Planning, the estate planning conversation. Exactly. So I would say it's it's a matter of like being prepared for the inevitable. But it's also like once you get prepared and start thinking, then you actually have to think, Am I doing what I want to do now? And that's why you don't want to talk about it. That's why we don't want to bring it up to the forefront. Because then you're going to actually have to deal with what's wrong with you right now. You're going to have to deal with the fact that, like, you don't handle conversations well. Or you're not emotionally available. Or you're rude. (laughs) Or, you know, you don't like your job. Or you want to be doing something else. Or you're scared. You're scared. Or you have to admit, like, what you actually really do want. Mm -hmm. Or you have to admit, like, I do love you. But I'm uncomfortable with that. But I'm uncomfortable with that. So I'm telling y'all, before your major stuff happens, just sit and think, like, how can I live the most beautiful life right now? That's the best lesson, okay? That's what it is. Like, now I'll be like, man, I want to go. I'm about to go. So I'm like, man, where the points at? Girl, I'm all about them points. Come on, points. IMX points. Flew here on points. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I took my first first first-class flight. On points. On points. On period. Because 
We abundance. Yes. Because we talk about abundance. You always we talk about that. We talk about that in the coaching program. We talk about how our mindset of money and things like that. And it's like, you know what? Like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You can do this. And I'm gonna have a great time. That is to me, as I'm hearing you talk about this, that is the joy. I've never really thought of things as being a loss. Um, but truly the losses are your lessons, right? That to me is the joy and the loss. It's yeah. what you get on the other side. It's the appreciation you have for what and who you have yes. left because of what you lost. Um, and sometimes I think that even if it's not in like a physical loss, sometimes life has to humble you in a way where you yeah. lose something. It might not be a person, but you're going to lose something yeah. to learn that lesson. What about the job you wanted? What about the, the promotion that was supposed to be yours? Or that, maybe yeah. you didn't, you had an opportunity and you slipped, you missed it. But y'all, the universe is going to bring it back. Like it's going to come back. It's okay. You haven't missed anything. That part. It's okay that, and that's the part that you can own. You can say, you know what? I just wasn't able. It wasn't my time. time. It but wasn't the right time. Ways are coming. The opportunities are always coming. Offerings and opportunities. They're yes. never, you you never running out. You just got to sit and be patient and say, I'm ready now. Like, I want this. Because my thing is, are you actually going to accept it when it happens? And then accept it without fear. Are you going to be ready for it when it ha when you receive it? Yeah, that part. That and part. sometimes the opportunity is coming. It comes to get you ready. Because mm. it's like, I didn't. Let's this podcast, for example, you are my very first podcast appearance so shout out to you thank you for the opportunity again i kept my pleasure. You that. i was like oh. it's my pleasure oh my gosh i'm honored to be Me here too. and it's like thank you <laughs> and it's like zan oh my god you about to go on somebody's show what you gonna say what 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 but it's like no we ready we gonna get ready we'll be ready I will be ready. I might not feel ready today, but I will be ready when I show up. Exactly. And here and when you we are. scheduled this, I was like, your girl got to have episodes. You got to put that podcast out. You've been recording. You have to put it out. So it's out. Out so the, now. So the opportunity showed up to get you ready. Yes. I love that. And yes, it's out now. Make sure y'all check it out. We're going to drop the link below. Man. But you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's okay. Like, the opportunity is the light. And the the loss or whatever thing you're going through, whatever big thing it is, like, it's cool. It's a part everything of it. Everything will be okay. I don't care, y'all. Everything will be okay. And yes, like, losing my mom, six months pregnant, momming without my mom, I never thought that'd be my life. But in my life right now, It would not be like this if my mom were here. Mm. And my life is so good. So I have to honor that. That you said a mouthful with that. That's, that is probably a very hard reality to accept for a lot of people. Like even true? even giving yourself the grace and space to yeah. enjoy and appreciate what you have because you've lost so much. For I think sure. it's a hard spot for a lot of people. Yeah. So I love that you even mentioned that. Thank you. Another thing that I that I definitely want to um I got to we got to talk about is the way that your mother, the way that your mother's life is still benefiting you even 100%. in her death. 
Ooh. Talk about how she was able to, how she's still benefiting you without being here. Oh, man. Man, y'all, she, um, the way she set me up financially, unbeknownst to me, it's like it's because of her I have a house. Like my home that my baby is in. Like my mom did that. My grandmama did that. Because they were planning for you. They That's were preparing like, for it's you. It's like, man, and some stuff like that, you just, oh, it's big. It's so big. And all these lessons and things, certain stuff. Like my mom, every time I left the house when I was a kid, she would say, uh, remember who you are and whose you are. And, uh, man, I say that to myself all the time. And I'm sure you're going to tell your daughter. For sure. So that's the, I think that also is the joy in knowing that we, they're not actually gone. Like they, they, no, their they're spirit not. lives on because it's coming through you. Oh man. And the words you speak, it's coming through you. And even the thoughts that you're having, it's, so she's still very much so here in spirit. You know, that sounds like, yeah, she's here in spirit, but truly she's living on through you. 100%. I mean, I have her blood and it's like, even with my grandmother, you know, it, it just changes the way you think. So what's so beautiful about having a daughter is that technically my grandmother carried me, you know, because it's like we're born with all, all the, the eggs, eggs we'll ever have. Yep. So technically, did your grandmother carry your daughter? Does it work like that? No, that's too far because you, you're it's a it's like grandmother had my mom and then my mom has eggs. So I'm not, I'm just an egg then. So you only can get it's like, just two. It's, it's just two generations. Okay. Yeah. So technically okay. I've carried my grandchildren. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. You're if carrying Arizona, them now. Yeah. If, if Arizona chooses, yeah, to have, gotcha. to have babies. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah. But my mom, like, it's just, I just sit here and think that I had like 36 years with her. And so it just lets me know that I, I gained so much from her in the time that we had. And the thing is, is that now it's just pushed me to just want to create more beautiful memories with my daughter. Mm, and even just appreciate oh, man. Just all every part of it. Because the thing is, like, when you lose someone suddenly, I mean, my mom had us thinking she was going to live, like... Forever. Forever. Literally. And I think as moms, we don't we don't think about that, like, what we do with our kids. Because it's just like, mommy always be here. No, you won't. No, you won't. Don't say that. False. Yeah, don't set them up for failure. With you that know, I've, been telling, I've been telling Arizona that mommy loves you. Mommy's always here inside you. Mommy's always with you, even when I'm not here. It's like mommy's always with you, you know? Even and, when you don't see me, yeah, I'm with you. For sure. Because I hear my mom's voice. I feel her. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, 
things will happen, memories will happen. I'll be like, oh man, I remember my mom did da 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 da, and I could just start cracking up laughing. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a sadness; it's like a yeah. celebration. Um, it is. It small, really small is. Small celebrations. And then I just sit and think about because now where she is, she actually sees me. So all her stuff out the way, she is her highest self seeing me. So it's nothing but support for me. So she can genuinely love me. Gen she's she's a better mother now mm. that she's gone. And that's the woman I miss. That's deep. That's who I actually want to hug and hold is her highest self. Like to feel that that purest love. And that's why I'm pushing myself to be as honest as I can, to be as pure as I can with me. Like, I can't wait to share with my daughter all the things about me if she's open to hearing. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. Because, like, when I hug her, oh, I breathe her in. You know what I'm I breathe her in. And I just, I want her to feel just all the parts of me, all the brokenness, all the mending, all the newness. It's like I give her all of it. I give Alex all of that. I give you that. You know, it's like that's that's why I'm ready to just I'm just sharing it to the world because it's like I just wish that our family relationships could be pure and they could be more honest. And like, you know, we don't need to like <laughs> I like it's okay to not like family members. You know what I mean? And I think that we we kind of lose that sometimes. Like we we miss the connection because we think because people are family that that like excuses them or that we don't need to get to know each other. But I think especially family, we should sit down and be like, "Who the hell are you? Like what is your favorite mm -hmm. color? Like who mm -hmm. are you?" Cuz we don't do that mm -hmm. outside of who I know you as, outside of who you are to yeah, me. Who are like, you? Who yeah. are you? Because, I mean, think about our chosen family, you know, like our friends mm -hmm. or whatever, our partners. Like, we actually talk about who we are. They see, we you know, we talk about things. That's how you get close. It's not surface level. Family can be very surface yeah, level. Yeah, family just, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I graduated. I think everything's okay. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just be wanting to feel people. I want genuine connection. So on your podcast, yeah. The Joys of Loss, um, again, we're going to drop the, the link below so y'all can check it out. Don't just check it out. Subscribe. Leave a review. Yes. All of the things. All the things. Okay. Go blow her up. Um, but talk a little bit about what we can expect from the podcast. Okay. So at this point, um, I've shared some, like, my actual experiences with loss. I, um, I actually go into about preparing for death so i want to talk about different things like your bank accounts the wills um y'all put somebody on your bank account okay like not just payable at death an actual person on your bank account especially if you single don't be giving that money to to the bank or a state or whatever like you know people think just because you're single or whatever you don't need to have a will you don't need to do all that but where's your money gonna go where did I don't care if it's $20 in there. It should go to somebody. Somebody that you care about. Yes. Like, do that. I love that. Because those are, again, conversations we you don't want to have. Mm -hmm. 
that's one person signing a paper. When you get married, it's more people. <laughs> but when you're by yourself, it's like, take care of yourself. Get the life insurance. You know, even if it's term life right now, but I definitely suggest like a whole life, something where you can make some money off of. That's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like, take care of that, y'all. So I talk about that. Um, I'm really getting into, I want to talk a little bit more about finances, just in general, just preparing for those things. I'll probably talk about um, some things of just where I'm growing, just pushing myself as a wife, as a mom. Um, I also, I invest in real estate and so doing that. So I do want to kind of bring that up and talk about that because I love talking about that. Mm -hmm. You know, I love talking about business credit and stuff like that. And too, I so. think how... Because I feel like you you may be trying to figure out like how that all makes sense. Yeah. But I think the way that it all ties together is in the planning. Yeah. Because the real estate is something you can pass on. It's something you can use to create generational wealth. It's in it's you preparing almost again, I, I the word death is just like I don't want I, I don't want to do it. But you preparing for yeah. your your daughter. Exactly. And your future children if you, you know, decide to have For sure. More. Yeah. And it's more of too like I'm actually doing something I really like. So, it's more of you know what? So, I I'm a retired teacher too. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. I, I say retired. Yes, Girl up, retired. Out of there. Okay, retired. Not going back. Um and it's just nah, it's time to it's time to make these millions and billions. Come like, on. Like it's time to because I want to enjoy it. Sure, it will be left to my kids. But I sure. need some of this. I'm trying to do this. Yes. Like, these points yes. are for me. Yes. Okay? Yes. I love that. These points are for me. Let's be we honest. Okay, because I want my kids to be set up. But your girl want to live. Mama got to live, too. No, it's okay. like I'm trying to go places. I'm trying to do things. Yes, all of the things. But I just want my my kid, my husband. We We want... The way we run our family is that our child is a part of our life. And so we want her growing and developing and doing her thing as she's showing interest. But at this point, she tagging along with us. We get to show her things. You going where we go, yeah. little girl. All right? You get with the program. Yeah. You're going to like it. And you're going to like it. And you're going to learn something, too. You're going to have a great time. You're going to have a great time. Um, in honor of my first podcast appearance and all the love I have for you, I will be um, selling candles. Okay. Um, so with my company, Always Stay Wild, um, I wanted to gift you the first candle with my custom scent. And give that to you. Oh, thank so, you. It's well, thank you. Look. Look at that. It's pretty. So she's got Getting the first one. So, of course, we'll be yes. growing and making changes. But I definitely wanted to give you. It's handmade. Mm, what is it? What's the scent? So Don't tell the recipe, but what's it? Okay, yeah. So it's got sage in there, girl. Okay. Because you know I'm all about that. You got to cleanse this. Right. Place. You got to cleanse it. Okay. Um, It's just got it a nice citrusy. It sagey, though. No, it's not. Like, it's just a good. It just smells delicious. It does. And sexy. Because I'm all about luxury. It's a very grown woman. I'm all about the luxury, boo. Yeah, it's giving luxury. Yeah. It's not giving sage, though. No. I don't want... No. Don't, it's not a sage candle. No. No. Yeah, because sage is so strong that... It is. It is very strong. It I don't... Is. I'm not getting, like... Because it has a little sweet... Yes. ...to it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I appreciate of you. Of course. Oh, definitely. So, I, we'll see when this comes out. The yeah. link for this might be below. It yeah. It might not be yet, but make sure if you subscribe to her podcast, I'm sure she'll keep you on. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll keep you posted.
I have definitely enjoyed this conversation. It's been awesome. It has been therapeutic. I felt some thug tears <laughs> welling up. They ain't dropped though. Oh, they didn't drop. Ain't nothing like a good thug but tear this, in the, listen, in this the corner. A needed and necessary conversation. Yeah. Like, let me know. I know y'all learned a lot. Let me know in the comments what please you are do. taking away. And please, please, please share this episode. Okay, some not even someone. Everybody is gonna lose someone. For and sure. For sure. You don't want to be. I mean, you're still going to be caught off guard, right? Because it's natural. Yeah, there's no way to fully But prepare. the more you expose yourself to these conversations and just different resources, I think the more comfortable we'll start to become with something that is just a natural part of life. So yeah. this was just surface level, though, y'all. You got to tap into her podcast, yeah. The Joys of Loss. Check it out down below in the notes. Make sure you share this episode with yeah. a friend and make sure you subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on any bomb episodes. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. See you on the next episode. Bye. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on any upcoming content. And take it a step further and go ahead and join our private community over on Patreon because it comes with some pretty bomb perks, including early and discounted access to our upcoming events, behind the scene exclusives with some of your favorite guests, the opportunity to call in on an upcoming show, the chance to vote on topics and guests for brand new shows, and I'm even giving you unlimited access to my vault of business classes where I'm teaching you everything from Airbnb to developing digital products and everything in between. And you can get access to our Patreon for as little as $5 a month, okay? Get in where you fit in, and I'll see you on the inside. Peace. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 support your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.